welcome to another episode of Thrive and Shine with Sabrina Orkies. Today we have a very special guest. Her name is Naima Black. Hello. She is a health and wellness advocate, a vocalist, a vegan and plant-based expert. So I guess where we want to start here is let's just talk about your journey. You can go as far back as you want to. Um, tell us how you got into the health and wellness field, how you got to point to doing um, a plant-based diet. Um, yeah. Okay. It's all yours. Uh, thank you so much. Um, well, I, like most people um, who grew up in America, um, grew up as an omnivore mm-hmm. and um when I was in high school, I actually had a really engaging um, biology teacher and um, he taught us about chemicals and additives in foods and um, artificial ingredients and all of that. And it really, really intrigued me to the point that um, at that age, I made the decision that I was going to stop eating red meat. And so I um, focused on, you know, dealing with like vegetables and then poultry and seafood and um, did that for a few years. And then I I did start back to um, eating meat again, uh, red meat. And in my early 20s, um, I found that I had gotten to the heaviest point I had been ever. I was always slim, you know, growing Mm -hmm. up and I found, and I was active and everything. And I found myself gaining weight and um, I realized I, I have to change something. And so um, I stopped eating red meat and I um, found out, and I knew I needed more discipline in my diet as well. And so I went on a um, vegan raw diet for um, several years after that. But for the first six months of that, I lost um, close to 40 pounds without even exercising just from, yeah, just from, um, eating clean. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was convinced because the weight just melted off Mm -hmm. and, and I felt great. I was energetic and, um, it just, it felt good. My body felt good. And, um, so, you know, over the years, since my early 20s, I've gone back and forth between um, incorporating back in, like going back and forth between vegan and vegetarian, um, kind of listening to what my body says. Certain times I felt like I needed to do certain things. Sometimes I changed because of family pressure and things like that. Um, and because it's it's difficult to be the only one um, who is practicing a vegan lifestyle or even a vegetarian lifestyle. And um, when I was in my early, well, when I had my son, um, um, we were in the Bay Area. And so when we moved back to San Diego, um, you know, being around family, it was tough to um, have myself and my son be vegan or vegetarian when everybody else was eating all kinds of other things. And so I had kind of compromised, if you will, um, just to sort of make things a little bit easier. And so I had started allowing him to have um, chicken and fish. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that position that 
they may want to um, practice mm-hmm. a plant-based diet, but because of being so isolated and because so much of what we do socially revolves around food, um, it can make it really difficult for someone to um, to be the only one um, as a practicing vegan. Although things have changed over the years mm-hmm. and now it's it's become kind of more trendy, if you will, um, or, or certainly more acceptable. Um, but yeah, so over, over, um, the years, you know, I've gone back and forth and, um, again, I found myself at a certain point, um, gaining weight again. And, um, so in 2009, uh, my husband and I um, decided that we were going to go raw again. And so we did that for six months, just kind of hit the reset button. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we were able to, um, you know, change our diet and to make improvements in our health. And um, another thing that, you know, kind of spurred me in that is that, um, you know, in my family, there are certain health issues like um, high blood pressure and diabetes um, that I wanted to avoid. And so a lot of why I do what I do is prevention. It's about being proactive because if I can, through my lifestyle, avoid having chronic health conditions and all of the complications that go along with that, um, I'd much rather spend the money on that than spend the money on going to a hospital Mm -hmm. or spend the money on medications or things like that. So um, that's, that's been kind of what it's been up to this point is that I've gone back and forth, um, but mainly, um, been plant-based, um, the entire time. And I'm a researcher and I'm, I've always been one to experiment on myself and Mm -hmm. I've been my own kind of guinea pig over the years for lack of a better term. And so I've always, um, practice listening to my own body's intelligence. And that's something that I always tell people to do regardless of what, um, eating habits that you practice is mm-hmm. listen to the body because oftentimes the body's intelligence will say to us through um, discomfort or mm-hmm. side effects or what have you, this does not agree with me. But what we'll do is say, well, this tastes good. So yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this, this tastes good. And um, so I'm going to keep having this. Right. And the body's, body's trying to tell us. And so what we do is we'll go to a doctor and say, okay. um, hey, every time I eat this, I get a stomach ache. <laughs> Give me something for it, you know, or we'll go yep. and get some Pepto-Bismol or some Alka-Seltzer or something mm-hmm. and try to keep it moving. But um, eventually that does catch up to us. So, you know, I'm, I'm all about, um, avoiding that and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I eat perfectly. Like Mm -hmm. I have my quote unquote cheat days, but even, even my cheat days are still, um, relatively healthy, but, um, for the most part, you know, I try to deal with like unprocessed foods, Mm -hmm. um, eating clean and healthy. And, um, something I will share with you is that, you know, since the pandemic began, um, I have actually lost nine pounds because I've been eating cleaner and practicing um, fasting, uh, ju- doing juice fasts. And um, prior to that, um, a few years back, um, and, and I think this is particularly because I was eating late at night and I was kind of buying a lot of food for lunch and, and eating more processed foods, um, I had started to pick up a little bit of weight, but um, my 
um, A1C actually had gone up unbeknownst to me. I actually mm -hmm. found that out kind of by accident. And so, you know, that meant that I was pre-diabetic, pre which was alarming to me. And so I made a concerted effort to improve my health and to get that back. And I'm glad to say that as of um, the past year, I've gotten that under control. And then even my most recent uh, labs, my doctor said, hey, you've been eating really clean. Your blood work looks good. So um, things are continuing to improve, but um, I see the body as a temple. And so, you know, it's a gift from God. And so therefore we have a duty and a responsibility mm -hmm. to take care of it. And we don't know how long we're going to live. So, right. you know, we want to have a, a good quality of life in these bodies that we're in. Right. I think that's so interesting that as a teenager, you took it so seriously about what your teacher had said, because I feel like most teenagers, that's the last thing that they're thinking about. So that's very interesting to me. I lived on like ramen noodles and macaroni and cheese, I feel like, and there, if somebody would have told me I had to eat a vegetable, I, it would have been the end of the world, probably. <laughs> so that's, that's really, funny. I really like that. That's really awesome. So how is your family dynamic with the eating situation now? So do they eat vegan? How do they eat plant-based? Do they eat any of anything with you at all? How does that work? How do dinners work at your house? Um, so uh, my husband and I, you know, we we're empty nesters. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, he doesn't have a problem and he likes the way I cook and mm -hmm. I'm a good cook. So, mm -hmm. um, yes, he, he doesn't mind. And actually he seeks out, um, healthy eating as well. Um, when it comes to, um, interacting with other family members, because I've been doing it for so long, you know, the majority of my adult life, they've pretty much come to expect that that's how I do things. And so actually, um, they look forward to it. So whenever I um, come to a family function, especially if I've made something, yeah. everybody wants to know, well, what did you make this time? And they want to try it. So at least people do try it now. And, um, That's you know, awesome. they're, yeah, they're, they're definitely more open to it, even though, you know, they're still eating um, the things that yes. they're eating and, <laughs> and all of that, you know, and, and I've also come a long way in terms of at one time I was much more judgmental. So, uh -huh. um, you know, you know, I, especially as I first came into knowledge about um, nutrition and health and, and veganism, and I, I, I was so eager to let yes. people know what mm -hmm. I had learned about. And so I would kind of, you know, share, or I would tell people what was wrong <laughs> with um, what they were eating. And I have learned over the years that it's best to be a lead by example vegan rather For than sure. a judgmental vegan that, you know, people can look at you and see what's working and what's not working. And, and, you know, then oftentimes, you know, over the years, people will actually ask me questions and mm -hmm. approach me rather than me, you know, trying to tell them what they should or shouldn't be doing. So that's not my place. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so I guess, I don't know if you can even kind of remember back when, since you've been, kind of eaten this way for a while now, but like whenever you would maybe like be in social situations with like your friends or people that you weren't around very often, how did that feel to you? Did you feel like they were judging you for choosing to eat that way, especially back before it was trendy, you know, like a more popular thing? How do you think that was back then? You know, it's funny you ask that because 
I think it's come up more often, like when I go to lunch with coworkers, you know, pre-COVID yes. um, mm-hmm. and being the only one in the group and looking at the menu and especially when people first meet me. And so there's always a question, you don't eat any meat, you know, or, oh. and then I, so I, I'll say that I'll say no. And then they'll, I can tell the wheels are spinning, you know, mm-hmm. so there will be a pause and they'll say, not even eggs or not even chicken or not even fish or, you know, you don't eat cheese and no. <laughs> so it's, it's funny to, you know, just kind of see people's wheels turn. And, um, and so I have felt at times um, judged in reverse where people will, you know, try to justify to me why they're continuing to eat the way they do. Right. Um, and I'm, and I'm not asking you about mm-hmm. that, but it, it's almost like, are you feeling guilty that you feel a, a yes. need to tell me, you know, why you're doing it? And then, or I'll hear, well, I've heard that, um, you know, vegans have um, iron deficiency, or I've heard that um, vegans can't get B12 or whatever, you know, random thing that they've heard or mm-hmm. whatever, um, assumptions that they've had um, or that somebody's told them. And so, yeah, I've, I've had people um, have questions or almost kind of look down yes. upon me um, or just think it's weird or think I'm missing out. And, um, and I definitely am not missing out. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> There's so many like healthy, like tasty recipes that you can make, especially now, maybe like when it first, you know, was, heard about, but I feel like definitely now there's so many good things that you can make. Totally. I I would say, especially the food industry in in general, um, there are so many more vegan options than when I first started out. And like, let's say cheese, for example, you know, there are so many better substitutes than back in the day. I mean, at one time it was like eating cardboard where you're like, you know, why bother? Like, why did you even make this? You know, this is gross, but, and, and I won't suffer like just to have something like that. Like just because I'm choosing to, you know, eat healthy does not mean that I'm missing out on flavor because I do not like bland food. (laughs) You know, I like spicy food. I like Mm -hmm. food that's flavorful. And um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not missing out on any of that. And it, and interestingly, the thing about, you know, meat and, and other foods, what people like about it is the flavor. Yes. It's not so much the, the meat itself, even though people might think it is Mm -hmm. that, but if you've ever had unseasoned um, burgers or steaks or chicken or whatever, you know that it does not taste good. You have to season it in order for it to taste good. So that's what we look for in the food. It's the flavor, mm-hmm. you know, more so than the thing itself. And so once you once you can replicate that flavor and if you can come close in texture, mm-hmm. Most times you can satisfy people, um, even, you know, the most ardent uh, meat eaters can be satisfied with something that's not from an animal. Mm -hmm. And there are so many, um, like, vegan burgers now. There's so many different kinds and and they're all like, and then they're seasoned. I like to season my own, but Mm -hmm. there's so many seasoned ones and just like so many like egg substitutes. There's everything, Mm -hmm. literally everything we eat, you can eat vegan. I feel like now, don't you feel like that? But it's something, there's a substitute of some sort. 
Um, what is your favorite vegan or plant-based meal? Do you have a favorite? I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's too hard to choose because, um, one of the things that I advocate um, mm-hmm. eating this way is having variety. And yes. that's so you can make sure that you get all the nutrients that you need mm-hmm. from a variety of um, sources. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I love um, when I'm making food at home, I love mm-hmm. to make bowls where, mm-hmm. you know, I'll put either quinoa or like brown rice or yes. even rice cauliflower in the bottom and then put some uh roasted vegetables in it, um, maybe some um, beans or, mm-hmm. um, you know, some other proteins, other type of protein source and, um, you know, just have a, a wide variety and then top it off with some avocado, um, maybe even like some dipping sauce to, you know, just give it a yes. little bit of a flavor punch, you know, some sriracha, yes. um, you know, <laughs> some things like that to just... Exactly. Um, just make it fun. But I mean, but I love um, international cuisines too. So mm-hmm. like, I love Thai food. Mm-hmm. I love Indian food. Um, I love Mexican food. Um, and especially being in San Diego, you know, there's um, a lot of it here. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's it's so open. Um, and I, I just, I make what I like. I make what tastes good. And um, so, yeah, it's it's hard to narrow it down. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. Um, So I know, you know, people automatically think, okay, you're cutting out meat. How do you get your protein? Can you give us some examples of like protein, how you get your protein in? Yes, absolutely. And and that is one of those myths Mm -hmm. about plant-based eating. That's Mm -hmm. one of the best kept secrets about it is that there are so many sources of plant of of protein. And most people don't know that most um, fruits and vegetables have some protein in them. Mm -hmm. So you're already getting protein there, but also um, you can get protein from beans, you know, legumes, nuts and seeds. So for example, um, pumpkin seeds, um, sunflower seeds, quinoa technically is a seed, even though it looks like a grain. So and right. quinoa is a really good protein source. Um, wild rice is a really good protein source. You can also get protein from um, nutritional yeast flakes, which is like a a Mm -hmm. staple ingredient in um, a vegan or vegetarian kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, You can get it from um, like nut butters, like like cashew butter or almond butter, um, walnuts, pistachios, pecans. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, there are so many places to get protein that you're you're not limited. Um, And So, and then now they have, um, you know, if you're eating processed foods, they have, um, and the tofu, but there's also like um, uh, vegan sausages and you mentioned, you know, like the, the vegan burgers and stuff like that. Um, Like I love the, the Beyond Meat burger. Um, It's really good and has a, you know, that's like one of my treat things. Um, it's a good protein source and you can always use protein powder. Like if you, um, make smoothies and especially if you work out and you need to, um, do that muscle repair, 
you definitely want to increase your protein intake. And the thing about it is that everybody's protein needs are different Mm -hmm. depending on your gender, depending on your activity level, depending on your age. And so there is no one size fits all uh, prescription in terms of how much protein that you actually need. Mm -hmm. Actually, we probably should have asked this at the beginning and I totally didn't even think about it, but for people that aren't familiar with a vegan diet, what are the things that you cannot have? What do you eliminate out of your diet? So basically anything that had a parent or a face on it. Mm, that's, interesting. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting way to look at it. You seriously, yeah. 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 Okay. So any anything that comes from an animal. Mm-hmm. Now, some people um, who consider themselves vegan even take it as far as to say that they don't eat honey because, mm-hmm. you know, um, bees produce it. Although, oh, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's a little bit more of a, a strict um, vegan way. I actually do use honey, but, you know, because it does have some nutritional uh, benefits to it if you're using like raw honey. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, I, for the most part, I, when I'm using sweeteners, I use like maple syrup or like agave or raw sugar. I don't use refined sugar, mm-hmm. but, um, so, and then plant-based, you can be plant-based and not vegan. And the thing about veganism is that oftentimes there is that animal activism, you know, animal mm-hmm. rights awareness component to, um, being vegan, where not only does the person not eat animals, they also, you know, don't use products that have animals, mm-hmm. um, essences or things like that in them, or don't wear leather, mm-hmm. um, you know, from animals or what have you. Um, but you can be plant-based and, um, be vegan or vegetarian. And that really boils down to, um, ratio. So if you primarily eat a diet of vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts and seeds, grains, but every now and then you may have a piece of fish mm-hmm. and you know might be a pescatarian, you could still be technically considered plant-based because the majority of your diet mm. consists of plants. But um, you know, again, it's about the ratio. So a lot of people, you know, they they feel a need to have meat with every meal. Um, and so that definitely would not, even yeah. though you're, you know, having a lot of vegetables with it, but that is still, um, you know, considered like pescatarian or, um, you know, that's something else, but right. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, do you have any like documentaries that you like or recommend? Do you have any of those? Um, I have heard of some like forks over knives or um, things like that, that people can watch that really talk about like in particular, the food industry and the Mm -hmm. way um, that animals are treated that are, you know, the way they're slaughtered and things Mm -hmm. like that. And and for some people um, that can be the thing that causes them to look at how they eat differently. And, you know, honestly, we are so far removed in this country Mm -hmm. from food production and how that, that whole process goes. I mean, you know, our whole thing is for the most part, unless you're growing your own food and some people do have gardens and that's great. That's actually something I want to do. But, and you know, a lot of people, 
our parents or grandparents grew up having gardens and grew their own food, but we are so um, spoiled in a sense where mm-hmm. we go to the store and we expect, you know, nice, fresh produce. And, you know, if you go to the meat section, you find something that's wrapped in cellophane and, you know, you just go and pick it and not think twice about the process and what it took to get it to that place. And even, you know, most people don't think about how the animals are are raised, um, you know, in like pens and close quarters and things like that, or um, injected with hormones or, or, you know, all of those things that go along along with um, the cultivation of, of livestock. So, um, you know, that is one of those things. I think if people did pay more attention to mm-hmm. how that process works, um, that they might look at things a little bit differently. Yes, for sure. I would 100% say that if I watched one, I've never watched one. I can tell you right now, if I did, I would probably give it a shot because I cannot stand any sort of animal cruelty whatsoever. Um, I actually have a friend and she ha- she went, uh, veg- she might just be vegetarian, um, but she went vegetarian for that reason. She's a huge animals rights activist and that is all it takes for her to to be, to not have to eat any of that stuff. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's see. Um, and you might not even be able to elaborate much on this. Maybe you can, um, if someone were to switch and start eating this way, how long do you think that it takes their body or mind? And what is that transition to, to feel better and to think clear? How long do you think that transition takes? That's a good question. I think it it depends on a lot of factors. One, what your current habits are mm-hmm. um, and how old you are, if you have any pre-existing health conditions, and how big of a change that you're making mm-hmm. and what what you're changing. So I always recommend that people, Um, unless the doctor is telling you that you have to do something Mm -hmm. drastic immediately. Mm -hmm. um, I recommend taking baby steps. Um, And for example, making little substitutions, like for example, having a meatless Monday. Mm I have a friend who does that. (laughs) Yeah. So like, for example, just picking, okay, one day a week, if you're somebody who eats meat every single day and, and especially with every meal, like, okay, start out by saying for one day a week, I'm going to um, not eat any meat with any of my meals mm-hmm. and replace it with either you can use one of those, what I call shortcut proteins. So for mm-hmm. example, those tr- transitional things where you may use like a, a plant-based sausage or um, like they even have, oh, okay, yeah. they even have Beyond Meat has um, like crumbles that are like ground beef. So you can use that like in a marinara um, or, you know, in, in place of like taco meat or things like that. Mm-hmm. So Um, I would say start off small, just make a commitment um, and then listen to how your body uh, feels, listen to and kind of check in with yourself. See like how does your digestion feel? 
look at, um, you know, how are, how's your biology working? You know, how are your, um, your bowel movements and, you know, things like that. Um, get those scientific um, clues as to, you know, how your body is responding. But um, yeah, it, it can, it can take time if you um, introduce like a lot at one time. Like mm-hmm. one thing that happens to some people, especially if they start eating a lot of fiber mm-hmm. right away, if they haven't been eating a lot of fiber, is that um, their gut is not prepared for that. And so all of a sudden they may have like this um, excess gas and bloating mm-hmm. and then they think, oh, this is not working. Um, right. So I'm going to go back to what I'm, what I've been doing before. And, you know, you have to be patient with yourself and give yourself time because the body is transitioning to um, what's happening. And our bodies are like one giant chemical reaction. Mm-hmm. And so we're all electricity, we're vibration, we're chemicals. And so if you, um, introduce a new substance that your body is not used to a new food mm-hmm. and you know it takes a little bit of time for your chemistry to um, get used to it sometimes mm-hmm. uh, sometimes people can smoothly introduce new things without any issue but like if you are coming from a state of unhealthiness or if you have a lot of toxins in your body, Sometimes what happens is you introduce the healthy thing and then some toxins get released and the body's like, what's going on? You know, right. <laughs> right. and starts, you know, freaking out. Then you freak out because you think, oh, this, you know, this does not feel comfortable. So mm-hmm. I would just say, you know, prepare yourself mentally for the possibility that um, there could be discomfort, but not necessarily. And always, 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 I recommend Um, hydrating, drinking a lot of water because that helps to flush the system and, you know, to get the body ready. It helps in the digestion process. It helps with brain function. Um, We actually overlook water, the the importance of water in our overall health. And so um, that's something that I would, would highly recommend as well. Yeah, that's so awesome. Great tips. Um, so you have, um, I want to go ahead and talk about the program. You have a program. I know one just launched, but, um, tell everybody about that program. Maybe you're going to, are you going to have run it again at some point you think in the future? Absolutely. So I, um, when we were in the made to do this program, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people know that. Um, but I launched a, um, five day plant-based eating challenge. And so after the challenge, um, and so I, you know, talked about a lot of the basics of plant-based eating and things like that. And then I launched yesterday, my 90 days to wellness plant-based eating program. It's not too late to sign up. I'm actually doing like a slow start. So, um, this first week, you know, people will fill out like an intake so that I can get to know their individual situation and find out, what your goals are, if you have any health concerns or things like that. And then we'll have a consultation call. Um, And then after that, next week, we actually will do our first Zoom call um, for the group. And so there's still time for people to sign up for that. And um, they can go to my website and um, find out more information about that program. But I I definitely will be hosting more of my um, free 
like one day workshops um, that I've hosted live on Zoom. And um, in addition to that, I have a Facebook group called Harmonious Living and Eating that people can join and they can find out about the um, the challenges. And, um, you know, I place... Pr- I post a lot of really great content there. I post um, videos of me cooking things and, um, you know, people besides me, you know, share recipes and nutrition tips and um, affirmations and just positive vibes, you know, music and um, just, yeah, um, humor, you know, because we have to be able to laugh. That's... (laughs) Yes. We we have to be able to laugh. And we have to be able to uh, stop taking ourselves so seriously. Right. You know, I mean, like life is for enjoying, and so you know, I'm I'm all about that. I agree. I just love your whole vibe and just everything. <laughs> it's just so I don't know. You're so positive. Um, I don't think I'm in your Facebook group. I need to join it. I can't believe that I'm not in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Yes, uh, yeah. because I really, I really do when the time comes, I really do want to give it a try. And I really wanted to do your five day challenge. But as you know, we were also overwhelmed with a million other things going on. It, I was yes. like, I can't take on one more thing. So, um, And I'm so crazy. I actually yeah. launched it the last yeah. week of the program when we were graduating. So like at the it's end so of the funny. week, my brain was fried, but, but it was fun doing it though. It, it was. was. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that wraps it up. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. Um, I'll make sure that I plug all of your, um, your Facebook group and your website and all that. So that if anybody wants to reach out to you or join your group, it'll be there for them. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And if anyone wants to find out more about the program, they can go to harmonicsoulwellness.com. And um, again, the Facebook group is Harmonious Living and Eating. And my Instagram is Nama underscore sings. And so I do I do post different content on my Instagram than I do on the other, um, on the Facebook group. So um, hope to see you there. I love it. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Hey, I just wanted to pop back in and say thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have anyone in your life that you think could benefit from listening to this episode, please feel free to share it with them. Also, if you haven't already, go subscribe to my podcast so that you will be notified every time a new episode is released. Also, if you could, it would help me out so much if you could go and rate and review the podcast. Also, shoot me a message if you do of like the screenshot that you post and I will be sure to send you a small token of my appreciation. Um, If you want to connect with me, you can reach me on Facebook at thrive and shine wellness on my facebook page also my instagram is thrive and shine underscore wellness you can also reach me by email um info at thrive and shine wellness.org my website if you would like to check out any sort of coaching options that i offer i have tons of different group options and different things like that or if you have any questions please feel free to check out my website It is www.thriveandshinewellness.org. I also have a Facebook accountability group. It is called Thrive and Shine Wellness Healthy Living Accountability Group. I know that's kind of long. Um, We have a great community there of people who are just supporting each other. We're all very real and raw, and that's what I love about it. 
again, thank you so much.